Good morning, faithful listener. You are listening to the Bible Explained podcast, where the Bible gets explained. So grab your cup of coffee and stay tuned as we read through the book of Numbers. Howdy there, faithful listeners. This is Jen here with the Bible Explained podcast. And today we are going to be discussing Numbers chapter 31, verses 25 through 54 today. Finishing up the war between Israel and the Midianites, and we'll talk more about this as well. And excuse the background noise that you might be hearing right now. (laughs) That is my husband mowing the lawn. So right now is the perfect time for me to record a podcast episode since my husband is outside and will be for quite some time. However, it might get loud now and then as my husband passes my window <laughs> with the lawnmower. <laughs> but all right, let's talk about numbers 31, 25 through 54. I'll be reading out the W.E.B. version of the Bible today. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Count the plunder that was taken, both of man and of animal, you and Eleazar the priest, and the heads of the father's households of the congregation, and divide the plunder into two parts, between the men skilled in war, who went out to battle, and all the congregation. Levy a tribute to Yahweh of the men of the war who went out to battle, one soul of five hundred, of the persons of the cattle, of the donkeys, and of the flocks. Take it from their half and give it to Eleazar the priest for Yahweh's wave offering. Of the children of Israel's half, you shall take one drawn out of every 50 of the persons of the cattle, of the donkeys and of the flocks and of all the livestock and give them to the Levites who perform the duty of Yahweh's tabernacle. Moses and Eleazar the priest did as Yahweh commanded Moses. Now the plunder over and above the booty which the men of war took was 675,000 sheep, 72,000 head of cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and 32,000 persons in all of the women who had not known a man by lying with him. The half which was the portion of those who went out to war was in number 337,500 sheep, and Yahweh's tribute of the sheep was 675. The cattle were 36,000, of which Yahweh's tribute was 72. The donkeys were 30,500, of which Yahweh's tribute was 61. The persons were 16,000, of whom Yahweh's tribute was 32 persons. Moses gave the tribute, which was Yahweh's wave offering, to Eleazar the priest, as Yahweh had commanded Moses. Of the children of Israel's half, which Moses divided off from the men who fought, Now the congregation's half was 337,500 sheep, 36,000 head of cattle, 30,500 donkeys, and 16,000 persons. Even of the children of Israel's half, Moses took one drawn out of every 50, both of man and of animal, and gave them to the Levites, who performed the duty of Yahweh's tabernacle, as Yahweh had commanded Moses. The officers, who were over the thousands of the armies, and the captains of thousands, and the captains of hundreds, came near to Moses. They said to Moses, Your servants have taken the sum of the men of war who are under our command, and there lacks not one man of us. We have brought Yahweh's offering, what every man found, gold ornaments, armlets, bracelets, signet rings, earrings, and necklaces, to make atonement for our souls before Yahweh. Moses and Eleazar the priest took their gold, even all the worked jewels, all the gold of the wave offering that they offered up to Yahweh, of the captains of thousands, the captains of hundreds, was 16,750 shekels. 
The men of war had taken booty, every man for himself. Moses and Eleazar the priest took the gold of the captains of thousands and hundreds and brought it into the tent of meeting for a memorial for the children of Israel before Yahweh. So on Monday, we learned about the war between the Israelites and the Midianites. The Midianites had caused the Israelites to sin very greatly because the men started chasing after the Midianite women who were pagans who uh, followed after uh, different gods and caused the men to go astray from Yahweh God. And so God ended up punishing all of Israel because of this. But now it was time for the Midianites to be punished. And this was, I believe, just one area of Midian. We know there was a lot of Midianites because... Moses had married a Midianite woman from a different area. And later on, we will see the Midianites popping up here and there as uh, enemies to Israel. So not all Midianites were totally destroyed, but rather the people who directly caused the Israelites to sin. That particular clan or city of Midianite people, that was who God told the Israelites to go after. It was time for God to judge the Midianites through this war that ended up happening. So we see that the men went out. We talked about all this on Monday. If you want to listen to that episode, go back and do that first. But um, the men went out, 12,000 men, and basically totally conquered Midian. Basically killed all of the men, though I am sure that some men ended up escaping. Um, But for the most part, killed the majority of the men killed the majority of the women and killed the majority of the young boys as well. Because like I said, boys would grow up to be men. Back in these days, boys would become leaders. Uh, They would be trained to be Midianites, not Israelites. And they would just not fit in to Israelite culture at all. Especially since avenging (laughs) was very big back in these days. And I found this out. I was reading uh, Enduring Word which they went a little bit more into depth about um, the Midianite boys, they would grow up to eventually have to avenge their fathers who died in the war. So that was another reason why Israel ended up killing the boys as well. So all that was left of the Midianites were basically the young women, the women who had not at all partaken, I suppose, in any of the drama between Israelites and Midianites. The young girls had not uh, slept with any of the men, and so their lives were spared. And because their lives were spared, they would grow up in Israelite culture, possibly get married off to Israelite men, or would become household slaves. And I talked so much about slavery and the Old Testament in a previous episode I did in Leviticus, and I really don't feel like going back into it because... It's very in-depth, and I don't feel like talking about it. (laughs) So I'll try to find that episode and link it in the description of this episode so that you can uh, check that episode out if you're curious about why slavery was in the Bible in the first place. But anyway, that's what the young Midianite women would become. They'd basically become Israelites at this point. So they were spared, and so now God is explaining to the warriors that they need to share all of this bounty that they got because they got a lot of plunder from this war. We see how much they got. Here's what they ended up getting. They got 675,000 sheep. Like, holy cow, that is a lot of sheep. 
72,000 heads of cattle, 61,000 donkeys, and then the 32,000 women that or girls that they ended up sparing. So that was everything that was taken home from the war. God tells the warriors that they need to share. (laughs) And back in these days, I would guess it was not very common for the warriors to have to share anything with the congregation. So God is kind of doing something sort of interesting here where he's saying that the, the men have to share with the entire congregation of Israel and also have to give a portion of it back to Yahweh and also a portion of it to the Levites as well. So here's what ends up happening. Half of it goes to the men of war. All of that uh, bounty and uh, plunder, I should say, that they got ends up going to the men of war, 50% of it. God would get a portion of that 50%. So here's what it says here in verse 36. The half, which was the portion of those who went out to war, was in number 337,500 sheep. And then Yahweh's tribute of that sheep was 675. The cattle were 36,000, of which Yahweh's tribute was 72. Donkeys were 30,500, of which Yahweh's tribute was 61. The persons were 16,000, of whom Yahweh's tribute was 32 persons. So the men who got the 50% of everything that was taken home from the war had to give a portion of it to Yahweh. And that actually included the young girls. 32 girls were given to God. And what that means is that they would go to become servants of the temple. And these young women would serve at the temple doing something. We know that that was allowed. We actually went pretty in depth on people who wanted to serve the temple. And these wouldn't just be servants. These would be people that would dedicate themselves to the service of the tabernacle as well. So of the young women, 32 of them ended up going to serve God's tabernacle which really, those 32 women, I think, are the luckiest out of all of them. (laughs) Okay, moving forward here, it says that the other half of everything was given to the congregation. Now, for the congregation's tithe of all of this, it says here that in verse 47, that Moses took one out of every 50 both of man and of animal, and gave them to the Levites. The congregation didn't give anything to Yahweh, it looks like. It looks like just the 12,000 men who got half of uh, the, the plunder, they were the ones that had to give to Yahweh. But the rest of the congregation of Israel, their half, some of it would end up going to the Levites. So that's how this was broken up here. Everyone kind of profited from this war. And the interesting thing about this is how much they profited because 675,000 sheep is a lot of sheep. Like, holy moly, that's a lot of sheep, not to mention the cattle and the donkeys and then the women as well. And whatever else they took, like gold, silver, which isn't specifically mentioned here. Like, the Israelites made out real good. After all of this, this was kind of a miracle of God's provision to the Israelites. Possibly the Israelite men could have been very scared to have to go into this battle. I'm sure maybe they were, but God was on their side. And not only that, they totally 100% got provision from all of this. And that's just a story of life, I think. And I'm not trying to get cheesy here. I'm really not. But how often do we have to go through something scary and God uses it in the end to help us in some way? 
And I mean, I, I've known several times in my life where that's happened, where I certainly don't want to do something, but after I do it, after I go through it, and it's over with, <laughs> it ends up being a pretty good thing for me. I ended up glad that I went through it. And the big thing I always tell you guys is my job back in 2019 that I went through. That was the worst year of my entire life. And I am so glad I went through it. So glad. Because it brought me to where I am today. And had I not gone through that job, I really don't know where I'd be, honestly. I'd probably be a miserable whatever. But yeah, I mean, God helps us through things that are scary. And a lot of times he ends up using it as providing for us in the end or giving us something that we really needed and didn't understand that we needed at the time. So all of this kind of, it sounds like to me, would just refresh the entire Israelite congregation. If they were getting low on cattle and on donkeys and on sheep, I mean, this would help them not to mention everything else that they ended up getting, because we see that they ended up getting um, gold and silver and bracelets and jewelry and all this beautiful stuff. So once again, God provides the Israelites people with wealth. We see that he's going to do that a lot, actually, um, all throughout the Old Testament. And that was one of his promises to his people in the Old Testament was if they continue to follow God and continue to follow the law, God would bless them with so much stuff. He would bless them with bounty. He'd bless them with good harvest. He'd bless them with wealth. And he would do this to show the surrounding nations what it means to be a follower of Yahweh. And this would show the other nations how good God really is. God provided for the Israelites time and time again when they stepped out in faith and when they actually trusted in God to provide for them. We're going to see how many times God protects the Israelites from war. We're going to see how he protects them from uh, people that are trying to come in and infiltrate and destroy the city. We're going to see lots of stuff like that because God is constantly protecting his people. And there is no doubt here that he definitely did because here's what it says the officers came to moses all of them and said guess what we have every single man not one guy died in this battle of the twelve thousand men that went out to battle not one person died and by the way twelve thousand men that's not a big number that's a, actually a really small number to go out to war against the Midianite people. Because, I mean, they brought home, just of the, the women, the young girls, they brought back 32,000. <laughs> and that's twice as many. No, that's way more than twice. That's like almost three times as many. Yeah, almost three times as many people just in the young girls that they brought back home as the Israelite men who went out to war. I mean, 12,000 men, that's a miracle that that few men were sent out to war and they all came back alive. Every one of them came back alive. So now because of this, these officers come forward to, to Moses and they're just like, God did this. This was God. So they bring this tribute gift to God to thank him for this wonderful miracle that just took place. This kind of reminds me of a story back in Genesis where Abraham went out to war against a great king and defeated him. 
one man with a very small army goes out against a king and defeats an entire army and defeats an entire like the king like that's just funny i mean when god is with us nothing is too big for him nothing's too big for us because god protects us through those things and i mean time and time again when we see these stories of the israelites succeeding in not so good circumstances We see how much God really does provide and take care of us personally. So the men, the officers, they bring a gift to Yahweh. They bring beautiful jewelry, gold ornaments, armlets, bracelets, signet rings, earrings, and necklaces. And they brought all of this to God as a gift for sparing their lives, basically. And not just sparing their lives, but blessing them abundantly through a battle, through a war. So Moses gives that stuff to the temple and the temple ends up using it as a memorial for the children of Israel before Yahweh. That is how special this war became that they put up a memorial for it so that the children of Israel could remember this great war that Yahweh helped the people do. So, I mean, that alone just shows how special this was and how much God truly just cares for his people. It also shows us one more thing, that these officers brought a gift of thanksgiving to God. And that was something that I was thinking about. I don't think I've ever given a gift of thanksgiving to God, like just for being thankful for something. So maybe that's something we can think about throughout the week. Can we give something to God just out of thanksgiving for what he's done for us. Like usually when I give something, (laughs) it's a tithe. Like, oh, I have to give this, you know, this is part of my income or whatever. And I I tithe my, you know, the stuff that I I tithe. But I never just like give a gift of Thanksgiving. So I'm kind of a little bit convicted about that. But guys, I'm thankful that you tuned into this episode and I hope you all enjoyed it. And if you did, make sure to share it on your social media platforms and also continue to rate and review the podcast because that helps more people to find it. It's not just about sharing it, but even doing something as simple as rating and reviewing the podcast helps it to be found by more people as crazy as that is. And it's also a weird way to evangelize as well. But friends and faithful listeners, I do hope that you have a fantastic rest of your hump day and that you are blessed. And I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning for an episode out of Luke. Happy listening and God bless.